welcome to the podcast. This is going to be our newest segment uh, where we're just going to basically kind of do some really quick thoughts or actions or reactions, I guess I should say, to either a problem that's been presented to us either in life or in business or in our job or just an activity that we've done or something like that, just to give you kind of some filler content between the two big, large podcasts that we're looking at doing. We kind of discussed the schedule of the 1st and the 15th is kind of what we discussed. So that you can put that on your calendar and be ready for that to be what uh, the, the podcast release are going to be. So this evening, just to set the tone, Nate attended a, a what was it called? A grower's, grower's panel? panel? A grower's panel. Well, um, it was a grower's panel and a processor panel for the state industrial hemp program for the state of Kansas. Okay, cool. And I'll let you take it away as to kind of what happened. Okay, so uh, it was, uh, we met... So they contacted us through Braden Hoke, who is the head of the industrial hemp program in Kansas. Apparently, he thought um, me and Dad uh, were fit to be on this uh, growers panel. Like we left an impression at some point on him. So, um, you know, and like something like this is really humbling because there is so many big names in the hemp industry and. Um, just intelligent people that I was on that conference call with from like the leaders of the programs from like Braden and Doug, who is the state fire marshal. He's in charge of all the processors, which is a little, little different if you ask me. You want to adjust that cable on the bottom of your mic again? There you go. There you go. Perfect. See, we're working through these problems. So continue. Um, and it was a, uh, it was interesting, to say the least. You know, um, Braden gave a little update on growers and this and that, and you know, grower numbers are down this year compared to the last two years. Um, I want to say, um, the first year there was I can't exact I can I don't remember the numbers exactly on the processor side of things. There was twenty three processors the first year 25 the second year and there's only nine now and out of those holy cow out of those nine processors two of them are ag so that is fiber and grain processors and so then the other seven are all um extractors one is co2 one is cold press, and the rest are ethanol extractors. So I guess maybe we should differentiate for people that maybe aren't exactly familiar with that process. So when you talk about processors, there are processors that extract like the fiber, right, from yeah. the plant that is then used in things like shirts and cements and dog houses, and dog collars. Whereas, yeah. and then there's extractors who use either ethanol products or like CO2 to pull or cold like press. the oils yeah. and things like that out of that you would sell that we would use in our CBD <clears throat> products. Yes. Okay. Yep. And so seeing that number go down is kind of a little worrisome. I, and, but the thing is, is like when we first got into this industry, people thought processors is going to be where it's at. But you also had to drop a couple million into being a processor to start. So you think you think COVID affected some of those people where maybe they weren't getting what they wanted and they kind of went under because they they weren't getting the product because of COVID and stuff. I think a little bit, but also like I mean the market was so the CBD market was so flooded and saturated that a lot of them there was just 
too many in this little space. So you you had some questions that were given to you. Since we're limited on time here, we can move through what what are like what did what did you answer? We have already talked about what your some of your answers to those questions were. But what were some things that you heard from other growers that kind of made you go, aha, or exactly, or I never thought of that? You know, like Melissa talked and she was like, their biggest aha moment was like, um, I went over and they had like a field day and a... um, Does Melissa grow as well as process? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. She's got, she had a full circle of hemp this year for fiber grow and then um, they've got a little bit of CBD that they sell, but okay. sorry, continue. Um, their aha moment was like, whoa, like we belong in this industry, you know, like we're doing the right things, this and that. And, you know, I kind of related with that a little bit because we wouldn't be in the spot we're at now had we, um, not been doing things the right way. Yeah. She was, she was really well-spoken. You know, and, and I'm looking forward to having her on the podcast to, she gets to on, discuss just all kinds of things. She gets on Eagle Radio every every month, and she uh, um, does a really nice show on the radio. And um, she's always – she goes live on Facebook almost every day. And, um, yeah, so someone the, to really look up to in business. So the trend that you also saw between the growers were the same issues that you guys talked about was banking. Banking, banking and loans being the biggest thing that was just across the board, everyone wanted fixed? Um, the three major things were banking, um, total THC level in our CBD plants, and then um, space on that last one. It's all good. Um, banking, THC level, and then, oh, being able to sell our floral material in Kansas. Mm, yeah. Um, so just to make it so everybody's listening, so you you can sell the distillate that's extracted mm-hmm. from the plant, but yeah. you can't actually sell any of the plant matter as smokable material. Well, any plant matter at all, right? Yeah, any flower. Like okay. we cannot sell any flower. Um, and but we can take that flower and sell it out of state. So it's which is tough for us. You know, we're not in a very good spot to get outside of the uh, um, to sell outside of the state. You know, like where others are a lot closer to borders and yeah, this and that. Right. Like if you live in Jewel County, you're going to be able to move stuff to say Nebraska or into that market easier than here. Right. Smack in the middle. <laughs> well, yeah. And they were talking about that your transportation costs are kind of your highest end issue yeah. in moving that stuff. Which really, I think when they were talking about that, they were talking more of the fiber and transporting like hundreds of fiber bales from their field to the processing facility. Oh, okay, gotcha. But still, I mean, it's that'd be one of us taking a trip to Nebraska to deliver Bud, you know, or to Missouri or um, Missouri or Oklahoma or Colorado, you know. What were some things that you liked that you heard? <clears throat> um, you know, like hearing the <clears throat> United States Department of Ag, hearing them talk and come on and say that we're working through and that, um, you know, I, I personally thought, it took Kansas for freaking ever to get there, um, to get the interim final rule done for, from the federal government. And hearing the federal government say, hey, Kansas was on the ball and they got this done first was like, that's mind-boggling to me. But I know, like you've told me many times, things in the government don't move fast. Never. Again, when you have the monopoly, you have zero incentive to be 
competitive. Yeah. Or I mean, not necessarily competitive, but I guess to to pivot. Yeah. Like yeah. any any other business would. And another thing that I mean, it was a little frustrating, you know. Like we all said that like total THC, we'd like to see a one percent, you know, above zero point three, and he. Um, got on and said that's really not i mean it's not in his power you know it, it he said it was a literal act of congress, it's an act in, of congress. In, in the actual sense every sense of the word and so it's really not something that's going to happen until the next farm bill or something like that so gotcha um anything else you wanted to discuss because i was just thinking about something that i too wanted to share go for it cool so um one of the things I kind of wanted to share just for a quick reaction was one of the things that I guess I kind of struggle with, at least in my line of work, and I'm assuming anywhere else that you're really in business and you're really driven like Nate and I are when it comes to our specific lines of work, even though they're very, very different, is um, when you when you look at your business or you look at what you're doing at work, it's, it's really hard to, um, I guess, have, for people to have faith in you when you can't do the simplest of tasks, right? Especially in my line of work, when we get dispatched to, let's say, just the worst call I can think that I would have I'd never want to hear go across the radio would be an act. People commonly refer to it as an active shooter. Um, I call them active killer events. So if you hear it as that, that's why. Um, so if that came across the radio, there are certain officers that I would want to back me up. And there are certain officers that I wouldn't want to back me up. And if you, if you can't do comp work one-on-one stuff, that, that's going to be stuff that like makes me not really want to trust you. And I think that kind of then also translates into the commercial business world as well. Whereas if you guys couldn't, let's say grow hemp, like you couldn't, you couldn't even manage to, you know, facilitate that process, then nobody's going to want to do business with you, right? Because you can't do the simplest of those things, which we've discussed yesterday was not a simple process at yeah, all. Nope. But um, it was just one of those things that have been kind of floating around my head um, that, that I've thought about for you know the better part of a decade. Because in, again, in government, you have no incentive to really be competitive. But I see it a little bit differently because it's just in my blood. Like I eat, sleep, drink it. Um, even on the way here, you can ask Nate, we, I was like, well, that car is going a little faster than 35. <laughs> I was I like, said, you don't have an off switch, do you? <laughs> <laughs> that, that tax expired and that kind of stuff. So it's more, it's, it's not just a job to me. It's a profession. It's a lifestyle. Like it's, yeah. It's not, it's not punching a time card. It's not a paycheck. Uh, it, it, it's every fabric and fiber of my being. And, and I know that's kind of tough sometimes for people because, I hear most people say, um, I hear most people say that, you know, they, they hate going to work. That's, that's not my MO. That's, that's not what I feel because I truly love what I do, even in the times that it sucks. So it's, it's one of those things where, um, the, the lesson I kind of want to talk about here is just like, just do the simple stuff because I see, I see it as a bank account with people. So like with Nate, um, if I help him out with something or I do a good job or I come through in some way, I've put a proverbial deposit, quote unquote, into Nate's bank account. And so if I need something in the future, I can now take a de de debit from that bank account because Nate's going to be more apt to help me because I have 
done something. And that's, but that's not to say that I go through life working on like a, what's like a checkbox. Like, okay, I did one thing for him. Now he owes me one. That's not how I do it. I like to make significantly more deposits than I make debits. And so I think it's a good, a good way to live and a good, good thing to think about and a good way to just conduct yourself and every just day. Build those relationships, yes. you know, I mean, it all relationships are, they're a back and forth, a give and take. Um, so it's, I don't know. I, I agree with you 100% on that. Well, and, and you've even talked about it. When I hear you talk about Melissa and I hear you talk about Heath and I hear you talk about other growers or other processors, it's all because they have made a deposit into your bank account in one way or another. And, 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 and sometimes that's even simply just answering the phone. Yeah. And, and like we talked about, you know, it's tough in this industry to, to find someone that's going to answer the phone all the time, which typically you don't have a problem with in business. Do you think that probably translated into that's why there's nine processors instead of 20? And why the grower numbers are down and why I, I really believe we're going to see a comeback in the CBD market. I think that it's going to not necessarily explode, but we're going to, it's not I think our numbers are going to come back closer to where they were in 2019 than where they are at the end of 2020, where they were just through the, through the floor. If I remember you saying correctly, you were talking about something like 230 or 80 growers the first year. Something like that. And then it went down to 200 the second, but then plummeted to like 60 or 80 on the third. Yeah. Is what I, if I remember something, I mean, it was, I mean, those might not be exact, but it's, it's all about just, um, I don't know to me, it's just simple. I don't know why it, it does have to be a complicated process and it's anything It's just like anything else that you put your mind to, you're going to be able to just accomplish it. It's like when we go to the gym and we've got a heavy lift in front of us, we train for it, we prepare for it. And then eventually we just grind it out and we get it done. And we might fail it 10 times before we get that weight, you know. Who's the fell stone? Who's the fell? <laughs> pick that thing up like eight weeks before my first competition. I was like, there's no way in hell I'm ever going to pick this thing up and move it around. Yep. So, I mean, it's just uh, just one of those life lessons that I think that, that everybody can essentially learn from. Because right now in the market, there are so many jobs open right now. I mean, everywhere you go, there is literally a now hiring sign. Everywhere. Yep. I even saw it in Sterling today. Sterling Services hiring two new full-time employees. And, and so if you show up and you put up, then I guarantee employ, employers these days are going to like bend over backwards to keep you. And I can tell you, at least from Sterling Services and my wife working there, like Dave Wilson would be amazing to have on this podcast. Yeah. Because he is, a, a, in my opinion, a damn fine leader. Um <clears throat> Just in what I've seen he's done with my wife um, and with him working for her. So I pulled up those uh, those numbers. So in 2019. No, numbers for the, the like growers and processors. Growers in Kansas. Okay. 2019, there was 213 growers. 2020, 218. 2021, 81. And that like just absolutely plummeted. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll take that, you know, like... It doesn't bother me that it's done that because, I mean, that, that helps us a little less competition, but there's still plenty of competition to keep the market honest. Well, if you think about it from, from the business aspect, I mean, both of us have a degree in business. That has allowed you guys, I guess, some more time to pivot. 
you you know whereas whereas most of the environments are so incredibly competitive that you would have to pivot on a dime or make a change or or do something whereas now you you kind of have a little bit more of a i guess monopoly be the wrong word but you have more of a stance you have more of the ability to kind of make your own decisions on some of that stuff i mean it's been an absolute grind to get to this point where we're at now and um i just feel like we've just taken blow after blow after blow you know and i feel like we're just going to come out in the end better for it just we've been building character the whole time hey just like your sister said discipline mental toughness all those things i mean it's one of those things where if i think if it if you didn't get up from it especially knowing you if you didn't get up from it you'd probably never forgive yourself Hmm. and that and that's something you can't you can't train that you can't you can't send somebody to school for that you can't it's just it's just one of them things of like i I feel and and correct me if i'm wrong if you disagree but i feel it's like you either got it or you don't i no, i agree with that completely because i mean me and my brother have been raised essentially the same and we're two completely different people on those aspects you know like I want to grow this business and turn it into something great, and he's perfectly fine with um, punching a time card every day. So it's just well, and so am I. And th- I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Yes, yeah. everybody's different in that aspect. Yeah, everybody so. has their own way of of kind of looking at the world, um, and it just depends. Like for me, my bills are paid. Uh, my kids have health care, uh, and 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 I'm not like hurting for money. You know, I've I've always had. Uh, you know, it's always been provided for me. God's always given me enough that I were, am able to just pay my bills and get stuff done. So, uh, we're kind of coming up on time. So any final closing thoughts, anything you want to add to? No, I mean, I just, discipline takes you a long ways in life. You know, motivation gets you a point, but discipline will get you there 100% of the time. Motivation will eventually like dissipate. Yep. You know, it, it I mean, you can, just you, like caffeine, it, it wears off eventually. Yeah. Or. You're listening to Eye of the Tiger, right? So now you've got like that, what, like six-minute song? Yeah. <laughs> and at the end of the six minutes, uh, it's like, now what? Yep. So thanks for joining us on uh, our our just a quick reaction uh, podcast. We haven't exactly come up with a perfect name for it yet. We'll do that. But look out for our next episode, which will be released on the 15th, and that'll be with Sarah and Bob Hyatt. Uh, we just interview them about the business and life and everything like that. Check us out on Instagram at at the at the or excuse me at and then the Higher Points podcast and check us out www.thehigherpoints.com and the Higher Points podcast on Facebook. We'll catch up with you guys next time.